0: Grovetown is a small suburb of Georgia with only 12,000 residents. The crime rate is low and this is a place where your neighbors end up being your best friends. March 2009, the safety and the quiet of this close-knit community on Hot Springs Drive was shattered when a beloved neighbor was brutally assaulted on a quiet morning. Welcome to the Macabre Family Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Macaw Family Podcast. I am Stephanie here with Mom on this beautiful, non-sunny day. <laughs> oh, it was sunny earlier. And I would like to say happy
1: birthday to you. Oh, and happy birthday to you. Thank you. Belated for both, but yeah happy
0: Mom, birthday. Mom was on the 28th and mine was the 29th. Yep. yep. She was uh, in the hospital on uh, her birthday. Um, you yeah, pretty much. Giving birth to a greatest present.
1: Uh, a day think pretty late. much, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Momo looks at me. She goes, "Do you know what? Do you know what I was doing here 19 years ago?" And I go, "No." <laughs> like I really want to answer any questions at right. that point.
0: No, no. Um, anything we need to chit chat about? Sorry, this is a week late, everybody. But I had a super busy schedule last week, and I was not. I didn't have time. Um, money, money, money. Pretty much money. Alrighty, before I jump into it, I'm going to cite my sources. I watched a Dateline on this case called "Secrets on Hot Springs Drive." It's such a weird name for a road. Secrets on no. hot oh
1: Hot Spring Drive. Yeah, yeah it Hutt depends springs. on where you are, though. Colorado. This Georgia. Do they have hot springs in Georgia? I'm assuming.
0: Is this is it. Sounds like a, a lady going through menopause. Like huh? Hut.
1: <laughs> I just hot springs in Alaska. I mean, they are near volcanoes. So. There's
0: one. Uh, I was watching um, a thing it's peacock and it's and this guy is called rain wilson's geography of bliss and he goes to places that are happy to find happiness and iceland is na- rated like one of the top mm-hmm. happiest places in there they have hot springs there oh okay but, well iceland's built on a volcanic right right so it's constantly growing that's why and shifting
1: I, right huh and iceland has very little a uh, very low crime no like yeah nothing Uh, Yeah, I was going to say next to nothing. No murder. So. uh, Not any. There isn't any.
0: I would live there. So on the Dateline, it was season 23, episode 48. Also, murderpedia.com and findagrave.com. Find a grave? Yeah. Okay. It's where you can, like. Find a grave. Basically. Yeah, it usually tells. I don't know if you guys can hear that. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, my little niece is uh, giving us information the about graves.
1: <laughs> baby, no, she was giving you information of uh, yeah
0: graves. Looking up graves while well, people's
1: names to oh, find them. Yep.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so Laverne Catherine or Kay, as she liked to be called, and David Parsons moved to a house on Hot Springs Drive with their son Derek in 2005. David, her husband, worked at Fort Gordon, so I think he was in the military. But then he when he left, he became a contractor.
1: So, like... Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, they're young. How old were they? We don't know that
0: yet. Um, at the end of our story, she's 41. Okay. Uh, Kay was a dedicated wife and mother. Her world world revolved around both David and Derek. Derek played baseball, so Kay was a baseball mom, going on games and practices and always cheering on Derek. Stay at home. No. No? no. She's still working, but she's yep. an all-around mom. She loved her life and couldn't imagine it any other way. Not only did Kay have her happiness with her family in her house, but right next door was Kay's best friend, Becky Sears.
1: Yes.
0: Gotta love it. Becky and her husband, Tony, lived right next door with their children. Becky had two older sons from a previous marriage, and Tony and Becky had three sons together, so five total.
1: Wow, and they were like the bestest of friends. Bestest of friends. Yeah, you gotta be careful with that
0: crap. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Becky and, um, well, Becky's had one older son living with them, mm-hmm. and her second older son had his own own house in town. So he was older,
1: um, older, older. He was
0: nineteen. Yeah, we'll get to we'll get back to why I quoted okay. did quotes. I guess he's,
1: yeah, I I know you guys cannot see that, yeah. and I was wondering <laughs> that too. And I'm like, okay, nineteen years old. You know, it's not too far fetched that people do pretty smart you yeah. do it. You know, whatever. Yeah. But raises an eyebrow. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, Becky and Kay also worked together at Healing Hands Physical Therapy. Oh. The families took vacations together, and their sons were best friends, Derek, and their equal son were best friends as well. So now they're all family. Yeah, kind of like a TV show, birds chirping, sun shining, everything perfect, until it wasn't
1: whopping, which is March 25th,
0: 2009, (laughs)
1: Started started out four years
0: later, started out as a normal day like any other. Yep. Kay brought Derek to school and headed back home. Now, how you don't know how old the kids were I think this like time.
1: 12. All right, so they're getting into middle school.
0: Yeah. Uh, Mike Kozark, a contractor hired by Kay and David, had to do some work around the house. He shows up to the Parsons' house around 8.30 a.m. Mm-hmm. As he headed to the back door, he noticed there was glass shattered all around it, and it appeared there had been a break-in. Mm. It had appeared that the door had been kicked in with some serious force. Okay. Mitch stuck his head in and yelled for Kay. He didn't want to step inside, knowing that it was hey, probably don't a crime know. scene. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Where did I, <laughs> as Mitch dun, went dun, around, dun, dun. yeah, right. <laughs> as Mitch went around the front of the house to call the police, he ran into a guy sitting on a rock outside the neighbor's house, which okay. was Becky's house. Yeah. This was Michael, Becky's oldest son. He told Mitch that his house was broken into as well. Really? Yeah. As they called nine one one right right after. The other, or um, they just both discovered it at the same time. Okay, they walked out back again to inspect the door while they waited for police. So they went to look at all the glass and stuff. So they still haven't, they still haven't found her. No. Okay. So two break-ins in broad daylight with houses right next door to each other doesn't doesn't make any sense. If you break into one house, you're not gonna, you're not gonna yeah, yeah you're gonna flee you're gonna
1: flee it and run like hell. But then if it's organized enough, yeah.
0: They'll hit the whole neighborhood. <laughs> as the police enter the home of the Parsons, they notice things that tell them that there's more than just a break-in. Pletus, pl- pletus police <laughs> noticed blood splatter, a coffee cup dropped, as well as her per- a purse. Okay. It appeared, came home and surprised a burglar and fought back. So where is she? They followed the blood to the garage. Oh. Where they found 41-year-old Kay Parsons laying in a pool of blood, badly beaten but still breathing. So
1: she came from the house to the garage or
0: from the garage It's to the attached, house. like. Yeah. So the fight went. From the. Kick court. in the door. Start a ah, Okay. Fight, fight, fight. Go to towards garage. the garage. Yeah, All right. Police on scene said it was the worst beating they had ever seen. They rushed oh. Kate to the hospital to try to save her life. Police call her husband, David, who's in California at the time mm. for work. And he rushed home to be there. That poor so he's woman. not there. No. As Kay was brought brought to the hospital, police start searching over at the Sears house. They were afraid they may find a scene like they did at the Parsons. They did find blood on the back door of the Sears home. But other than that, it was ransacked. That was it. So, no so they, bodies. they figured that somebody came through that killed the other lady or,
1: or mm-hmm. brutally massacred her or whatever. Which makes it even more weird. Why mm-hmm. would you kill somebody or try and go, to?
0: It would be like vice versa. You would, yeah, break in first and then... yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I yeah. Logically. The blood that was found on the door at the Sears house was later determined to be Kay's blood. So the same person that broke in and attacked Kay also broke in at Becky's house as well. Okay. Becky it was...
1: still does not sound
0: right. Right. But, yeah. So... Becky was at Healing Hands with her older son, Christopher. Once they heard the news, they rushed home. Becky came home very distraught over what happened to her best friend. (sighs)
1: She
0: ran to Kay's backyard screaming for her and asking police what her condition was. (laughs) Dramatic much? Mm -hmm. She seemed Mm -hmm. more concerned about Kay than the break-in in her own home, which then, that doesn't seem too dramatic, but her screaming and stuff?
1: That's dramatic. Yeah. And even though it's your best friend, quote, unquote.
0: Yeah, who cares about valuables when you you know your best friends and all right. life support. Right, Once Becky left the houses, she rushed to the hospital. She was demanding to be by Kay's bedside. Oh, my God. The ra- waiting room was filled with Kay's friends. Okay. So once David was back from California, he was brought in to see Kay, and it could be heard from the waiting room, him screaming and oh, wailing. Oh, oh, oh. So he's just as dramatic. Yeah. He was distraught, but he was in California, even though he was still suspect number one. Right. I mean, they still right. have to Always, talk to always. While Kay was in the hospital, there was a forensic team at her house going over the crime scene looking for clues. Her house,
1: or Kay's yeah, house, yeah, Kay's, Kay's house. Yeah.
0: In the garage, they found a hammer that was used to attack in the attack under a car. Okay. They believe that during the attack, the hammer got slick with blood and slipped. It slipped uh, out of their hand.
1: So it was an existing hammer on the residence nope. at. They, no, was that, that was to brought. The crime. Yeah. Okay. I don't, so I, intention.
0: Yeah. I, I'll remind me about the hammer later. Mm-hmm when I start talking about somebody that was in jail, because mm-hmm. I think I forgot to put that in. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That's when the attacker grabbed an aluminum bat that was Kay's son's uh, and used that to beat her with. So her own son's bat. That poor baby. Yeah. So both weapons were brought into evidence, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And she loved their boys. Her boy one. I thought she had two. No. The other lady the had other have lady two. The other had lady too. Five. Five. <sighs> <laughs> the next day, Kay, Kay was taken off life support and passed away. This turned from assault to murder. Mm-hmm. During the funeral, a close friend of Kay's named Tamara Um, had David come up to her and hug her crying, saying, quote, I didn't mean for this to happen. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. She, like, thought it was weird, but didn't, like, think too hard into it. Until they said homicide? Well, no, I mean, just, She's- like, just somebody
1: grieving, you just saying weird stuff, I guess. Right. Yeah, because you can never. What
0: do What do they say
1: at? Not people the empathy. grieve Yeah, yeah people grieve
0: in different ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So police, the apathy. Yeah, police start looking at frequent flyers in the area, so the people that are in and out of jail right. all the time. Right, but they all had alibis, except oh. for well, not except for, but they. That's when they decided to investigate Becky's son, Michael. I was going to say, did he have a record? Yes.
1: A juvenile record or... No, he was an adult. He was the yeah, oldest. Okay, so, so over could, 19. All right, but they couldn't... Uh, can they open juvenile
0: records? Well, he would be... He had drug charges.
1: Okay. At first... As an adult.
0: <clears throat> yeah. They brought him in for questioning. And he gave them uh, some kind of alibi. At first, he told them he was working. hmm But it turned out that was not exactly true. hmm He said he showed up around 8.30, and that's when he saw the house was broken into and called his mom, not the police... This bothered oh. police. But, I mean, if you think about it, by the time he got off the phone with his mom being like, I think somebody broke into the house, the other guy was calling the police already. Right. Why well, right. do two calls? Right. Well,
1: they say to him because it establishes your alibi. Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if anything. I think that doesn't matter what Michael does at any point. mm No. He's guilty. I mean. From the start, the police, everything that Michael said or did he bothered was under, the police. Yep, he was under a microscope at that point. Yeah. Did, well I just don't think The police liked him I think they dealt with him And they don't like him Right And they make that very clear mm-hmm. Unlike Case house Becky's house Didn't have any forced entry So Okay Nobody kicked no. in her door Mm-mm. Just opened it mm-hmm. And came in Yeah Michael had been in trouble With the police before For drug offenses But his And his brother Chris Was the good one Okay So the two Sons from previous marriage Michael bad guy Yeah Quote unquote so, so. Chris good one Michael That's was, so sad because, Yeah Chris had a good, uh, had a job, a house, a motorcycle, and a mm-hmm. car. Ooh. And Michael lived with his mom. Mm-hmm. So Michael told police that Becky dropped him off at 7.30 a.m. to what she believed was a house painting job. Okay. What Becky didn't know, and what Michael was reluctant to tell police, was that he didn't have a job. <laughs> so he got dropped he off, could- and he walked to his friend's house. Yeah, and has been doing that for how long? I don't know. He um, walked over to his friend Anthony's house to hang out. He claims he wasn't honest at first because he didn't want his mom to know he didn't have a job. No, so they go there and smoke weed all day. (laughs) They investigated Chris as well. He told them he was with his mom at her work. She picked him up at 7.10. While they were speaking to Chris, though, he was shaking. Ooh. And when they asked, he said he might have Parkinson's. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You don't
1: all of a sudden shake with Parkinson's. Doesn't that come on little, by little? He
0: said maybe. I think I might. But that's something that you would know. Of course so you would. They were like, bye. Oh, okay, bye. We believe you. See you later. Oh, my God. This is, this is the good son? Yes. No. So they let him go, confident they had a better chance with Michael since, after all, he's a troublemaker. Are you
1: kidding me? Michael was
0: in the interrogation room for three hours the first yeah. time.
1: Yeah. So, okay. I gotta yep.
0: hear the end of the story before I really <laughs>
1: shit all over
0: this. <laughs> to corroborate Michael's alibi, they bring in Sorry, Anthony. Sorry, littles. They brought him in so quickly that there was no time for Michael and Anthony to talk. Uh huh. Anthony matched up Michael's story to the letter. He said Michael walked into his house at seven forty-five. Uh uh-huh. And left at eight twenty-seven exactly. But he's
1: got a record, so they're gonna pin it on him. Come on. And he's
0: he. Police gave Anthony a lie detector, and he failed it
1: but you can fail it of because course you're can. nervous well let's put it this way never take it alive Protect no. dust
0: they, they're because they're damned if you, intimate,
1: yeah. it damn they're in not only that damned if you do damned if you don't the, his, they just said you pass because you're good at it yeah. or you fail you're guilty so yeah.
0: he um his story never changed the whole time mm-hmm. but he did say michael may know more mm-hmm. than he's telling who
1: oh his Anthony friend? said that
0: yeah Yeah. Becky and Kay both worked at Healing because Hands. Because he might know, anyway. Right. Michael would go there and do odd jobs for them mm-hmm. until some blank checks went missing mm-hmm. while Michael was cleaning. Becky came to work and said Michael owned up to it and it was not allowed back. Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. Remind I- me about what else about Healing Hands at the end of the story, too. I have a little gnome. Uh,
1: the little Healing Hands at yeah, the extra end. hands. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> 36 af- hours after the attack at Kay Parsons, There was a shooting only 10 miles from Kay's home. We're going to take a quick break here. And when we get back, we'll find out how the shooting was related to Kay's murder and who murdered Kay and why. So what do you, well. As we were chatting during the break, you already know this case. Yes. So. Yes. But you didn't.
1: I don't know. No. No. no, no. Yeah, I, I mean, always. I mean, I'm. You have an idea. I watch Murder She Wrote, but I <laughs> always see shows for the first time, which amazes me. Right. <laughs> um. Yeah, and you didn't see the interrogation. No. Gonna talk no, about. but I'm sure that that would have kind of ticked me off. Oh
0: yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It does. So it just goes to show the, you know. Bias? Oh, yeah. They just, well, bias or they just get into a, mm-hmm. you uh, know, more narrow. Round. Yeah. yeah. Straight yeah, and <laughs> That's all they see. Well, that's all they yeah. see.
0: So the shooting happened right outside of Healing Hands. and It was Becky Sears who was quote unquote shot. Oh, please. Or grazed by the bullet. Okay. Becky okay. was working late and when she was leaving. A man jumped out of the bushes and shot her.
1: Okay, so why is her wounds all were this only superficial happening right? Around well, now I'm gonna say it's around her. Yep. Yeah.
0: While Becky was in the hospital, police came to talk to her. Oh Becky She Becky. admitted to them that while her and Tony, her husband, were going through a rough patch, she had a couple months long affair, but it was over. Did she tell him who f- no nope. <gasps> the police left it at that until the next day when a tip came in from someone close to the Sears family? So, was she trying to say
1: that it was her affair guy that shot, shot her? her? Or, I don't
0: know. Who knows? Or Why that husband. would even be brought up. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. So. Guilty conscience? The tipster told police that not only did Becky have an affair, but she had one with Kay's husband, David. Oh, there you go. This news, this was news to police and many people. An affair and a woman murdered and another shot. All seems very connected.
1: It's coming clear.
0: Right? <laughs> As the water's finally settling. Yeah. Yeah. I can see the bottom. <laughs> the next day after the shooting, there was an inmate request meeting with the police officers working on the case of Kay's murder. The inmate was Jerry Jacobs. Jerry was in jail for a minor parole violation and while in jail, saw the news of Kay and was heartbroken. He had known Kay because he was the brother of <gasps> Becky Sears. Oh. Jerry tells police he believes his sister has something to do with the murder of Kay. Why would he think that? Because of her devious mind or... Well, I'll tell you. He tells the police that he knew about the affair and Becky had confided in him that David had tried ending it with Becky. Okay. So okay, David was trying that. to stop it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. Da- David was. Though. Yeah. But Kay's husband was trying to end the affair. Okay. Maybe. Maybe. That's what I'm I'm thinking. Becky was upset that David wouldn't leave Kay, and Becky had no intention of leaving David alone. Jerry also tells police that Becky approached him and asked him if he knew anyone that could kill Kay and make it look like an accident, like cutting (sighs) brake lines or something. Come on, come on. Jerry thought she was joking at first. Clearly she wasn't. No. Now, what
1: was he... What did you... uh, Parole violation, but what was he originally in for? They didn't say no. No. I wonder... Um, they... That's a soda. Have you had... So, you had a Gatorade. Enough sugar. You can have some water. Yeah, there's 44 grams of sugar. Yeah, you can have some water. No, you did not. What? Gatorade is not water. Anyways. Okay. (laughs) Excuse-moi.
0: Vacation has begun. They... um, Jerry drops another bombshell telling them that they need to look into Becky's son, Chris. So,
1: dilemma reverted. Go Chris ahead.
0: knew about the affair. Oh, okay. Um, but also, did Michael? Uh, I don't know about that. But they showed Jerry a picture of the hammer uh-huh. and it came from Becky's house. Uh. Uh. So they sat and talked with Jerry. Jerry gave uh-huh. them all this information. Just remember that. So Jerry had been staying with Chris before he went to jail, and he told police that Becky would call Chris crying every night about David. She would confide in Chris all about the affair. <laughs> she treated Chris completely different than any of her other sons. She was the reason that Chris, at 19 years old, had a house that she bought for him. He, she also bought him a car and a motorcycle, but everything came from a, with a price. So anytime she would ask him to do something, he had to do it. He because had to she to something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I bought you this. I bought you that. Mm-hmm. She was oh manipulating him. <sighs> I mean, that's manipulation. Calling mm-hmm. and crying about your affair. Mm-hmm. You don't. You don't discuss that when, with a child. He's well, that's 19. what I'm saying.
1: Adults when they're adults, maybe that's a little different. But yeah, it's not. I mean, you, you don't want to know. La 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 yeah. la la. I don't want to know what my mom's doing. La 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 la.
0: So Jerry told them all of this, but instead of bringing Chris in. They decided to bring in Michael instead. Oh, why? <laughs> he was there again for another three hours. Poor Michael. They went hard on him, claiming he knew everything. Yeah. Telling him he's going to burn for this. <laughs> it was disgusting.
1: And and of course, Chris and his mother are not doing
0: a damn thing. They're not brought in.
1: Mm-mm. No, so, but they're not even defending. No,
0: no. no. So yeah, they're going after him. They just try, it feels like he's, they're just trying to get him to confess. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. like they're trying to get information saying no, like, listen, just, we, we know, know you this. did it.
1: Yep. Just confess to it. Yep. That's it. Cut and dry. We're so, all done our
0: work. Exactly.
1: It feels mm-hmm. like if he would have said, fine, I did it, it would have been over. The real people yeah, wouldn't have been in there. They still, yeah, but they still, that's, is it enough? It, you know. Enough for them? Enough for the police. Well, but they, would it be they enough found for glass
0: uh, in his shoe. But if you remember at the beginning, he walked out back with Mitch. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah. The Dateline has interrogation videos, and they're gross. So if you want to get annoyed, go watch them. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I like listening to them, because they say, look at this picture. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's some good things. Police decided to go and talk to David about the affair before talking to Chris and talking to Becky. Okay. 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 He tells police that it started when they were playing tennis as a couples. Yeah. So they're playing couples tennis. Right. And how Becky can they do that but go ahead like what do you mean like I mean, tennis he's
1: there with they're with couples so they're doing they're playing couples or whatever yeah but um, they're duo or
0: whatever together they go,
1: they go on vacations together I know yeah it's, I just I just don't
0: like anybody that's outside of the family that much I couldn't
1: yeah <laughs> and I just couldn't do it that's a lot so, of that's a lot of lying that's apparently a lot Becky
0: went up to David and whispered that she can't play well because he distracts her and that's how they started flirting mm. and then it turned into a full blown affair David ended it, yep. quote unquote, Yep, but told Becky that once Derek was away at college, then maybe they could try again. Pssh. Yes. A month before Kay's murder and some kind of plan to try and break everyone up, Becky told her husband about the affair. That then made Tony tell Kay.
1: He had no choice.
0: Well, why would he? Mm-mm. David tried to mend things with Kay, which is not what Becky thought would happen. Quay, quay. Kay quit her job at Healing Hands and stopped talking to Becky altogether. Do you blame her? No. David and Kay also decided to put their house up for sale and move away. Yay. Kay uh, may have cut off Becky. I think but, I would have. But for some reason, David did not. <laughs> David kept talking to Becky. Of course he did. he get like, in the back. Well, he says they were just friends. oh <laughs> Which you you ruined your life, yeah.
1: Your marriage, or you're moving really, dude.
0: Yeah, the night before Kay's murder, while David was in California, he called Becky and they were on the phone for hours.
1: Oh, you
0: setting yourself up for freaking alibi. Shortly after the conversation started, they began to be inappropriate on the phone with each other. Did you just say that just because the kids are in there? Yes.
1: You don't hear me driving
0: to their house in the morning when I'm on the phone with Harper, do you? (laughs) So I guess the affair wasn't over. That's gross. Of course not. That's gross. They're in their forties and they're doing that on the phone with each other. That's nasty. Well, life doesn't end. Well, it just depends on your foreplay. Yeah, that's it's not for. That's so gross. Ew. <laughs> well, I mean, I could do it if you're with your significant other, short. Sure. Sure, Not sure. having an affair. No, no. That's That's, sick. that's what I mean. It's like,
1: I, I, no. okay, no. whatever. Midlife crisis, but they're only 40, so that doesn't yeah. work.
0: So finally, they brought Chris in and he lowered up immediately. Good for him. Wasn't shaking it's about anymore. time. Right?
1: About time. He was arrested
0: for Kay's murder. Then they arrested Beck- Becky shortly after at a Holiday Inn. Mm hmm. Becky decided to sit down for a five-hour interview, which she did not tell her lawyers about.
1: Why? So she, she- during
0: this five-hour interview confessed. Uh, and then, and then what? The lawyer quit.
1: The lawyer quit. Oh yeah. Oh, well, he, she didn't call
0: him in before she was questioned. No, nope. she just talked and talked and talked. Kay admitted she wanted Kay. Uh, sorry, mm-hmm. Becky admitted she wanted Kay gone. Shortly, though, she decided to win Mom of the Year Award by pinning everything on her son, Chris. Oh, damn, that poor kid. She said she picked up Chris and dropped him off at her house. She knew he was going to go to Kay's to, quote, make her happy, end quote, mm-hmm. but didn't know what he was going to do. What a jerk. When she came back to pick him up, she asked what he did, and he claims that he said he, quote, beat the shit out of her, end quote. Mm. She says she didn't know what happened. Mm. Bullshit. Chris then shot at Becky to throw the cops off mm-hmm. the case mm-hmm. or the trail. And he's just blaming everything on him. Yeah, she is. Mastermind bitch. He was only supposed to scare her, not hit her. Becky then turned over Chris's bloody clothes that was left at her mother's house. She she's hoping to get a better deal.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: So... <clears throat> that poor kid. Right?
1: Damned if you do and damned if you don't, I guess.
0: So, um... I'll get you a better mama. After this... Before the trial, in between all this, yeah. it was found out that she was stealing from Healing Hands $250,000. Oh,
1: my God. And
0: her son, Michael, which we talked to, which talks yeah. to, in Dateline. He says, never took those checks. No. she. He said he'd take the blame so she wouldn't lose her job. Ugh. So, yeah, she was a thief and a murderer. Pretty much. Time for her to go. During the time before the trial, Becky's husband, Tony, stayed by her side. <laughs> he didn't believe what he was hearing and kept telling news stations that the truth will come out. Uh, oh. yep. yep. Really? Yep. Oh, I'm just like,
1: yep. see, that they moved, stupid? They moved to
0: Nashville. Like he did with the he kids. He did with the kids. Yep. Well, I think he would have to by that point. But he was telling news, oh, the truth will come out. She didn't do this. Blah, 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 blah. Problem is, yes, she pled did. guilty. And so did Chris. She, both pled guilty. Did, well, hmm. well, he did it. I know he
1: did it, but usually even, it, even the act, the person who set it up usually gets yeah. more. Like, well, uh, she's smart. She, she,
0: yeah, he wasn't talking. She did. She, um, they both pled guilty in getting life in prison. Mm-hmm. I think they pled guilty because they both were up for the um, death penalty. And if okay, they went to trial, right. they
1: could have right. been they could have gotten it. If they were found guilty, Yeah, they would have gotten it, yes.
0: So that's the whole story.
1: Oh. Oh. Isn't that wild? I can't imagine. Can you imagine me plotting all that crap? And then having all, like your with your sister, with one of your sisters. No. And insane. And, and then blaming the
0: other and then just trying to the poli- like it would be it's just <sighs> insane that the police went so hard on one person. Mm-hmm. The, sh- the glass in the shoe was because... He was walking around. He yep. was walking around I the scene between both Other spots. people had ga- glass in the shoe. What about the guy
1: who who was over exactly. there looking in the window? No.
0: no. It was suspicious he was just sitting there because he he saw you coming out saying yeah. that somebody broke into the house. Mm-hmm. Not gonna, you mm-hmm. would have thought, eh, I would have looked at him twice But he too, was all but- fucked up, he said too. He was on methadone. He's yeah. all, he all dumbed out. Yeah. So he would have been just like, the Exactly. And that's exactly what it was. Yeah. It's just He insane. wouldn't be
1: killing anybody. Ish. Well, the other guy, I think it was, wasn't was the one I was telling you in Manchester. It wasn't methadone. It was fentanyl. Uh... I think so. Ugh. I think so. It's, that's up. just so <laughs> gross.
0: <laughs> right? It's rotten. It is. Well, that was it. I know it was a little short one, but it was a, a weird one. It's only half hour.
1: I you know we're getting used to
0: talk and, and we're getting used to the hour. We're look at talking all the grumpy gusses that sit around on the couch. And... <laughs> well, thank you everybody for listening to the McCaw Family Podcast. As always, we ask everyone to please follow us on all our socials, the McCaw Family Podcast on TikTok and Facebook. And on TikTok, we are can doing lives now. I uh, do a live video Ooh. every night. I put it um so it looks out not onto not the water t- at Bit to Win and I just go to work with my phone in. <laughs> so I do lives, and me and Mikhail will be doing a question QA on the live shortly, and I'll keep everybody informed about what? that.
1: I'm not a Tic Tacker. tic
0: No Tic here. Um, we're the macabre family on Instagram. Email us at macabrefamilypod at gmail.com. Also, please rate, review, and follow us on all listening platforms. And as always, stay spooky. Bye. Bye.